This boy and girl are going to be well equipped when the time comes to take their places as worthy members of adult society. Aloha, y'all. This is Daniel Eisenman, the host of the Breaking Normal podcast, where my guests are all invited based on the frequency of synchronicity, all done in person, and all trailblazers and the breaking of all things normal. I'm so excited for y'all to uh, listen to this podcast because when I started the Breaking Normal podcast, I thought to myself, like, well, I'll interview Nathaniel inevitably, inevitably, inevitably. Don't edit that. <laughs> and um, it's finally happened with his powerhouse partner. I adore alliterations as well, if you can't tell. Uh, Sutton, Nate and Sutton, known as how they're known on YouTube, Instagram. This is a powerful one. I would recommend you uh, grab your cup of coffee if it's that time of the day. Take seven tribe vitamins if you got the recent batch. If you get the new batch, I'll tell you, take six or seven. Um, hold on. Ride that new depth of endurance and stamina and pay attention to what's being processed here. It's pretty powerful. Thanks, brother. I love you. Aloha, y'all. This is so exciting for me. I'm finally doing a Breaking Normal podcast with my, not only my little big brother, little bigger brother, but also his beautiful wife, Sutton. You may already know about them. I've seen several people that have commented on some of my Instagram photos, like, wait a minute. I knew you were connected. Wait, y'all are brothers? Oh, the love runs deep. Like really nice comments um, that recognized, you might recognize them from Nate and Sutton on YouTube. And is that the same on Instagram, on all the rest of the social media sites? Yep, that's right. <laughs> and um, before y'all got on social media too, y'all were teaming up with cameras mm -hmm. um, with your company called Wedflix. Yeah. How, how would you describe that as close to the mic as possible? What is Wedflix? You want to you describe it, Sutton, as you're the founder, the original? <laughs> sure. So Wedflix is our wedding videography, photography, and DJ company that we started in 2016. And we've been doing it ever since, and it's, we love it. It's a great job. Yeah. So uh, sh shortly after Sutton and I got married, she decided that she wanted to not pursue her degree in interior design, but to become a wedding videographer. And as soon as she said those words, I was on board because I knew the potential the wedding industry had and everyone else that I saw doing it, I was uh, very unimpressed by their skills or what they were putting out online. And so I was like, I think we can do this better. Well, I think y'all have done it better. Um not only because the videos are so ridiculously good, but because uh, y'all seem to do really well. Like y'all just seem like you are so busy and so many people want to hire you and congratulations. How much do you think of that spilled? I mean, I think it's pretty obvious, but it seems like since you got on social media as influencers like Nate and Sutton, um, how much did your experience with Wedflix spill over to the success of Nate and Sutton? And I say that because one of my previous interviews was with a family in Colorado that the two-year-old got kicked off their plane off the plane because she wouldn't wear a mask properly. I so happen to spend Christmas with them, <laughs> as y'all had Christmas with the rest of the family here where we're at now. <laughs> and they uh, they are going ultra viral with this whole crazy thing. And it so happens they're wedding videographers too. Wedding videographers yeah, too. So just whatever y'all want to say about that topic, I'm listening. 
Yeah, about which which part, which portion? Yeah. Like how it spilled over the oh. the wedding, and if you have anything to say on the topic about my friends, our friends, uh, Emil. I mean, yeah, wait, Emil. Oh gosh, Elise, Elise. <laughs> I, I want to say Emil Earhart because uh, the husband is Earhart, and her name is Elise. So I would be also curious if y'all have anything to say about that topic in addition to the wedding slash YouTube success story. You got something? Yeah, I would say that our videography skills poured over into our YouTube channel because being wedding videographers, we spend a lot of time at home. You know, we're only out on the weekends filming weddings. So when we were at home, we're like, well, how can we use our gifts to spread the gospel? You know, like talk about God. And so we decided that we were going to start a YouTube channel and start spreading it that way. Since we couldn't be around many people often, so we were able to use our video skills for God's kingdom, which has been really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think it was, it gave us a little bit of a jump start in the sense that we had good cameras. We knew how to upload good quality videos. Um, and so I think that gave us a little jump start on YouTube, but other than that, I'm not sure how much our wedding videography, uh, career played into our current YouTube channel, but, um, about the two-year-old, yeah, so we actually have a two-year-old now and a, a half a year old. He's what, almost eight <laughs> months old, Halston? Oakland's almost two, Halston's almost eight months old. Yeah, and so, I mean, what you were saying, if we had any thoughts about the airplane thing. Yeah, actually, uh, I've been doing some flights recently, and if you, any of you out there that want to know how to fly a plane without having to wear a mask, you just buy a huge water bottle before your, your plane ride, and you sip on it the entire ride and you don't have to wear a mask because you're not contagious when you're eating or drinking not sure if you knew that first of all did you know that i've been preaching about that on the plane i saw you talk about eating yeah, yeah so i brought I like, like a piece of dressing and i was like nibbling on it like a chipmunk <laughs> but the funny thing was that the lady on frontier airlines um two two different flight attendants one of them said like you've been there's no way you're drinking that water you've had that same <laughs> bottle for uh for the last 30 minutes so i said can i buy another one so I bought another one. <laughs> and then oh, the oh other gosh. lady was like, you are not eating that. You need to put your mask on or you need to stop pretending you're eating or something like that. Is this going to be an issue? Wow. I know. It was getting real. I didn't know how strict they were. I haven't been on planes since all this happened. But I, I feel like imagining a two-year-old to wear a mask for an entire plane run is a little ridiculous. Yeah. We can't even get our two-year-old to eat the foods that he likes, let alone like do something he doesn't want to do. <laughs> Yeah, I flew from Arizona to Atlanta with, and I didn't wear a mask the uh, for one second the entire plane ride. Which airline was that, by the way? Uh, that was American Airlines. Okay, I, Delta was much more laid back. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. They were, but they weren't laid back about my pit bull type of dog. They almost didn't let me on the plane. <laughs> like after I interviewed that family, I almost didn't get on my flight because my dog is an American Staffshire Terrier by genetics, and they classified that as a pit bull type. But they did like forty five minutes of research to find that out. They just made me stand by the gate and act like I wasn't going to get on. Mm. And then the guy was like watching a ride the whole time. It was just like, and everybody, almost like 90 plus percent of the people that walked by us and looked at us are like, kind of confused, but like, oh, look at the dog. It's so sweet. Look at the way you train our dog. Like, no, oh, no, no. Like, everyone's just like, what a dog. She and, is very well trained. <laughs> and she was showing off. Like, I told her to sit and stay still. Cause, oh, yeah. And so all these random people are trying to give her attention. She's just like a statue of greatness. And this guy, after all the end of it, he's like, well, um, yep, that's a pit bull type of dog. And. It's against the that's against corporate policy, and I'm going to break the policy if the pilot 
and flight attendants agree. So we're going to go get a little, they're going to interview you real quick. Really? <laughs> yeah. They just asked you questions about her? Yeah, they, they came to look at her, and then they, um, one of the first of the flight attendants was like, oh, I have a half And she was like riling her up, like hugging her. Like, oh, Araya yeah. all of a sudden was like oh, wanting God. to play. And I was trying to, like, hey, just, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? But they just like, yeah, they, what they did was make sure I was in a row by myself and gave me extra leg room and told me that I can't do this again. Wow. This is what like punishment. I know an exception, so I guess I won't be flying Delta with Araya anytime soon. But thanks, Delta. I, I like my Delta experiences yeah, compared. Yeah, um, And then what about because before all this, you were, you were doing Rob Ross <laughs> with me and Timothy and so many other people. Um, how do you how do you think that played into this string of events of Wedflix? And Nate and Sutton, and um, I also am curious before you answer that, what Sutton thinks Rob Ross are, <laughs> what the Rob Ross are. Like my definition of what Yeah, like if someone are. was like, wait a minute, isn't Nathaniel the Rob Ross? Like, what are the Rob Ross? If someone asked you that, what would you say? Okay, what I know about Rob Ross to be is that it was Nathaniel, Daniel and Timothy hosting retreats in cool parts of the world. Uh, it was holistic health retreats. So they would eat really healthy if they're eating at all and, <laughs> and do a bunch of um, exercises like personality exercises, I guess. Teaching confidence and talking about your feelings pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah, that was a big part of it. I like the personality challenges you said. Is that what you said? Or personality? Uh, what did I say? Personality exercise. exercises. Exercises. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that phraseology. It's amazing <laughs> when you hear just things a little different. Mm-hmm. That's. I like that description. I think that's a, a different. But I don't actually know what the Rob Rouse are exactly. I mean, I do know it involved me, Timothy, <laughs> and Nathaniel. But it meant... Stands in health. What'd you say? Handstands and help. There you go. That would have, that's a good tagline too. We could probably use y'all, all of y'all's refined social media skills to re- rebrand, revive, and rejuvenate Rob Ross probably easily if we wanted to. I know people are always excited. And like people have come up to me so many times about like, you're the, oh, you're the Rob Ross. And they have a different story with the Rob Ross yeah, are. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons I asked. Yeah. It's funny, I've never even asked that before, but I'm married to one, so I should know. We're a wild animal. So what about you, Nathaniel? Um, Yeah, I I mean, I definitely think our years with the Rob Ross has played a role into the person I am today. Although I would say, um, I feel like who I am today, I was like, before I met Sutton, I was like a, a kind of like a dirty, rough version of myself now and then Sutton came along and like polished me up and like you know chipped away the the bad parts of me (laughs) and then she uh and now now I am who I am because of her (laughs) a large part (laughs) and now do you mean literally dirty like you had dirty skin or is that no I'm just kind of joking but I am kind of serious too I just feel like I had some uh uh I don't know some parts of myself that Flaws. Flaws. That's a good word. That's a good word. I mean, I still do have flaws, but I, I'd say Sutton has um, helped me become a better person. That's nice. Mm-hmm. That's why I married her. Mm-hmm. Well, on that topic, Sutton, is there, um, how do you think Nathaniel's made you a better person? 
I know that was a leading question. Though. Yeah, I feel so. like the most outstanding thing for me of how he's made me a better person is probably my walk with God. I feel like he is a great leader in that sense and um, has really brought me closer to God and like me more intentional in my relationship with him. Uh, through like watching him, I'm like, I want to do that. I want to be like that. <laughs> do you have anything else on that uh, for the same question to you, Nathaniel? I know you've already talked a little bit about it, but before I shift gears. Um, hmm. A yeah. specific way that I've made you better. Specific? Um, that's a good question. Yeah, I just felt like ever since I met Sutton, she was just so like had such a purity to her that um, even just like some thoughts I had or like the way I did things that maybe I didn't even see as being wrong, she would like shed light on it. And I would be like, oh, well, maybe that is not the best thing to do or the uh, best way to think. And um, yeah, I'd say that's one way she's made me a better person. Well, on that note, um, I recently, as you all know, and I'm aiming to be um, as discerning as possible how to speak about this. But um, as you all know, I made, a, I made a, a strong social media post two days ago. I think it was two days ago. Almost, I felt like out of necessity. Um, there were... Anyone can watch it if they want. I think I posted it on New Year's Day. Yeah, New Year's Day. Yeah. Or New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. And I think it was called Getting Up Out of the Corner on my IGTV. <laughs> where I was I was like um, in a situation for over a year. I felt like I was being threatened in a way uh, through slander. And I really, I actually, I looked at a post yesterday that I made a year, over a year ago with Uriah, and it was like Uriah looking like a beast. And I said, I said something like, man, the seduction to speak is strong, but the spirit knows the power of silence. And so I kind of held that mentality for over a year until where it was seeming like, man, I have to say something because um, people might really think I'm agreeing with all with what this other person is saying about me that's simply not true and i i kind of went to both of y'all for uh guidance and nathaniel you said you really thought the video was good and sutton you you know talking about sutton helping you be better <laughs> um yeah i think you had a really good point about uh if you remember what you said because this could carry over to anyone's life like if someone is feeling like someone's trying to drag them down or like the crab in the bucket theory that if you put a bunch of crabs in a bucket allegedly right when one of the bucket crabs gets out the other bucket the other crabs will pull it down but then that's so none of them can get out and no one really understands the reason why and so yeah i've kind of felt that way i'm like man this is tempting this is tempting but then it got to a point where like even i looked at Uriah. that was when it really broke through i'm like i never want Uriah to bite anyone ever but I, if I think about it, I could think of reasons why I would want her to bite in certain scenarios that I don't want to happen. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I was in that scenario. I was like, man, I got to bite back so, so I'm not just getting battered here in the corner. But I thought what Sutton had to say was something that was very powerful. And one of the suggestions that you definitely said that I took was like, you don't have to comment where she's making these posts. Maybe you can just make your own statement once kind of thing. But um, how, how would you kind of describe the advice you gave me that might be able to carry over to other people that might be facing similar situations? 
Yeah, so has been posting things about him that he says are not true, which he's been holding his tongue for a year or so now, um, not defending himself or not saying what the truth actually is. Um, so he's been worried about people reading that and believing the lies that are being told. So he was asking us if he should be responding to her post because he was just getting to the end of his rope, had had enough. And I kind of said that he shouldn't respond on the post because first of all, it could be deleted. And second of all- Oh, and before I even, like right after you sent me that, I was actually removed from that account. I couldn't even see the account anymore. Oh, really? No, no. Before I made the post, it wasn't even an option. But oh. I, like right when I decided, like, that's good advice from Sutton right there. When I realized, I, well, I don't even have the other option anymore. Just Sutton. Oh, that's funny. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. So I had just told him to make his own post because if he comments back to something that she said, it's kind of opening the door for conversation, which I think should be avoided. Like he just needs to say his piece and not be getting into some kind of arguing battle. Um, and I think mainly the reason he wants to clear his name is for his daughter. Like he doesn't want her to be believing anything that's untrue about him. Um, and I was just saying that when you let things go and not engage in these petty things, I just feel like God is going to bless you for doing that and just overlooking wrongs that people are doing, you know, forgiving like 70 times seven and um, that you'll be blessed when you just don't retaliate. Yeah, I think that's a, just a powerful point to consider that when someone believes they are wronged, because maybe they're wrong about being wrong, maybe. In this scenario, I took my year to, it took a year to realize I don't think I am. <laughs> um, that, it, it, that if you can hold that perspective, like, well, man, man, maybe there's something better coming. I have the faith that something's better coming by my, me not even paying attention to this. Um, like the idea of like where, Attention goes, energy flows. And this is just one scenario. I've seen so many scenarios in my life where it seems like there is a seduction to get involved with something dirty um, that would be really easy and tempting. Like, uh, I'll take it to this simplest level of where I've been, remember walking down the streets of Maui once with Frank J and some other friends? And like, sure enough, the old trickery of someone coming like right into my field and wanting to shake my hand. And I'm like, I don't like the vibes here, and I'm not going to shake this person's hand. Um, I remember like, no, I'm, I don't need to shake your hand. Um, and then everyone else shook their hands. They, and like out of being nice, I would say. And that turned into one of the most wild conversations slash evenings in my life. Because like, one of the people I was with felt like they got like something. They were like, they, they felt dirty, that they really needed to dispel, dispel something. <laughs> And uh, I guess, so the, I, I'm just rehashing this because this carries over to so many situations in life. And then Nathaniel, if you want to say anything about, I know there's probably about five different topics on the table, but whatever's coming up. Yeah, I think that whole topic, you know, with you being in the corner and it seeming now that knowing that you couldn't even respond if you wanted to, is like your gloves were taken away from you, which is pretty fascinating. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, I think it's such an important lesson in life and we kind of made our video that we made yesterday that's posting on our channel today, which is kind of like, uh, persevering through tough times and how tough times really show the authenticity of your faith. And so like for us, for example, um, there's a, there's a verse in the Bible, Romans 12, 12, 19, I believe it is, that uh, goes, vengeance is mine, I will, I will repay, says the Lord. 
and which basically just means um, that God's going to fight your battles for you. And I think it's just such an important lesson because it's like, do I believe that God is a God of justice? And I do believe that he is a God of justice. So it's like walking through life with that mentality that unfair things are going to happen to all of us. And if we try to fight every one of those battles, I mean, what an exhausting way to live. Um, and I do think it takes discernment when to, you know, speak up and when uh, not to fight back. But yeah, I just think that's a great uh, lesson to carry with you in life is just that uh, being able to trust that God will fight your battles for you. And I think that's what you've been doing. And um, I think I think that it's, it's the, uh, the best way to go. Yeah, we've had... Um we've actually had to put that into practice for ourselves on YouTube. There's been some accounts to like dedicate a whole video to talking bad about us or like saying things that aren't true. And we just have to choose to ignore it because we don't even want to give them like the time of day or the attention. Um, I know it's a lot harder for you because this is like a lot hitting a lot closer to home, but um, I do think you chose, you made the right choice. You waited long enough. And then I feel like your video that you made was well said and, not ugly like you could have made it really mean but you were mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah well what i'm remembering through this because especially hearing about y'all y'all have people making videos i mean it's first of all the family that i had um interviewed before I, they were saying since this whole thing has happened they've gotten like thousands of messages like that like almost every day they have to sift through them and one of the reasons they responded to me side note is because i sent them a video message um just Keep that in mind, everybody. <laughs> There's this crazy wild west on on the wide world web right now, and I think that we can use proper tools when we want to. And I'm so happy I got to connect with them. But Earhart was saying that he thinks that I, if I remember correctly, you can listen to the interview. I'm quoting him. I'm not saying I completely agree with this, but it's an interesting point. He um, thinks that. <laughs> uh, the, the the those people that are sending all that hate to their account and to probably maybe y'all's and to maybe I've seen some really suspicious comments on some of my videos as well um, and, and suspicious things about like wear a mask or you're going to spread COVID type of thing um, he thinks they're bot accounts created from an artificial intelligence that Mark Zuckerberg made to disseminate hate all over the world that was like he said about 10 sentences in the interview and that was one of them <laughs> <laughs> And then why this is this, on a more sincere, like, wow, personal thing. Once again, that our sister, Emily, I'm not sure if you ever got involved in that with, but when her ex-boyfriend um, was in the Belgium bombing terrorist attack and based on like the autopsy reports and everything, it seems like he was the one that was the closest to the bomb. Mm -hmm. the, remember, our sister got interviewed by a few major news channels and um, she was crying and talking about her faith in Jesus, I believe. Mm -hmm. And then there was these people that made it count, the, these YouTube videos that, about her being a crisis actor. Oh, yeah. Do you? Did you ever did you dive down that rabbit trail at all? Oh, I remember that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I remember I started watching one of them because it had a lot of views on it. Mm -hmm. I remember watching one of them, and I was like, it took, like, after 30 seconds, I was like, wait a minute, this is, I would say there's something spiritual going on here. Like, this is something oddly spiritual, kind of like the handshaking thing. And I'm like, I'm not even going to watch any of this anymore. I know it's not true. I've been sitting here watching my sister go through the biggest trauma of her life for like six months now. Um, 
but I started watching that video. I'm like, oh my gosh, I could see how someone would think our sister is a crisis actor mm. hired by, uh, I'm not sure who they think she was hired by. Yeah, they were trying to say that Timothy was Bart. Like when they saw our wedding video, they saw Timothy and they were trying to say that that was Bart and that she's lying because our wedding was after that whole incident. It's crazy. Yeah, it was just so like, because I know 100% that it was complete false that I just didn't even look into it that much. But yeah, it's pretty fascinating. The type of, I don't know where these people are coming from exactly on social media, but yeah, I mean, we get some comments that's just like, it, it, those are actually bother us the least, I would say, but um, just because it's so ridiculous, <laughs> I, I almost don't even view them as human. I'm like, I don't even know if this is a real human leaving this comment. It might be a good perspective that Earhart shared there. Oh Maybe yeah, it, it like, wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. That one was a. I guess it's just I see. I've seen it. I've seen it on, like on a global scale and in such a personally bass backwards way with our sister. Yeah. And I've seen it with the Rob Ross. I'm like, do these people? These people are these are they, like when I, that's kind of what ba ba basically when you decided not to eat the vegan diet anymore and when I'm like well we gotta tell everyone <laughs> now on the Rob Ross that we're not eating only a vegan diet um, when I saw these people that I thought were like moms twice your age start like condemning you yeah. kind of like basically the almost some of the nastiest things I could ever imagine mm -hmm. I'm like okay first of all I'm not gonna be vegan anymore i'm not going to talk about any diet stuff anymore i'm not part of that religion anymore yeah. and um so i've seen it there then i've seen it um like with just like these comments like with Earhart and y'all i'm like that does seem like a bot account yeah like i've seen someone like you're gonna spread COVID. i'm like wait a minute who are you and do you really believe that um because i decided to have a sip of my water on a plane and then uh, <laughs> And then finally, I've seen it in such the most personal way. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know this person. Mm -hmm. And I know what they're saying is not true. Yeah. And I trust it'll stop. Yeah, so we've had, we've had these people that we're not even sure are real humans or not. But then we, there are like YouTube, like large YouTube channels out there who their whole channel is about making hate videos on other channels. And, and they like get these channels to respond to them. And that's like how they get their viewers. And we've had a few of those happen. So that those we know like are real people, but those we like Sutton was saying, we don't make we don't respond to them. And that's kind of we've just found a lot of peace in that. And we do have we know we have friends, YouTubers that do respond to these people and it seems like they just they get caught up in a lot of frustration. Like it seems very hard on them as they start responding making YouTube response mm -hmm. videos and stuff. So we kind of saw that ahead of time and we're like, oh, I think we're just gonna take the route of not responding. And it's felt pretty good. And stop doing it. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the snare. That's like the uh, handshake. Yeah. It's like, let me see if I can get this person's attention. Mm -hmm. And so, what do you what do you think? Like, Air, if Earhart thinks that they're bots to uh, disseminate hate from? I mean, I think it's possible. I wouldn't really. I I don't really question any any possibility anymore. <laughs> um, I think not anything's possible, especially on social media. Goodness gracious. Do you think what you know? Y'all mentioned the gospel and God and how that's like the foundation. I'm hearing of y'all's social media and of your businesses. Mm -hmm. um, do you think? What do you think? Is it, because that's the other thing he was saying. He's like, this is not about politics. This is not about this. This is good versus evil. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I believe that everything is spiritual. Like we just live in a spiritual world, and um, and I think that's really what's going on is a battle between uh, good and evil. 
on it may look like you're talking to people and you are talking to people but we all have we're spiritual beings and i think there's a lot that goes on uh, that we're not seeing do you have anything to add to that and i know that's that's a big topic so i'm just like letting this settle in because i've questioned it i've questioned a lot of things especially lately (laughs) with like how impactful this like um, extension, this technology extension of our ideas, not of us, but of our ideas can be uh, to use against people, to use for the good of people. Yeah, I'm not sure if his theory is true, but it does sound like a peaceful way to live. Like if you just think of all the hate comments, it's like, that's not really a person, it's just a robot. <laughs> feels better than it actually being a person. So <laughs> I kind of I mean, like it. It is interesting too on the spiritual aspect of these things. Like, have y'all ever thought about the back of a phone? The oh, symbol? Yeah, yeah I've, t- I've talked to Sutton about that one night. I was like, do you realize that the device that almost everybody has in their pocket is an apple that's taken a bite out of, which is like the symbol of sin? It's very funny. No, I, don't, I don't think it's funny, actually. I think it's crazy. <laughs> we got some. Oh, oh, nice. Oh, nice. That's funny. So Nathaniel, he's been video recording this um, broadcast here, this podcast here, and he put a 30-minute timer on. Oh, but you – so that was filmed, what you said, right? I thought maybe the camera turned off right uh, when you said been, that. It should have been filmed. <laughs> okay. But it wouldn't surprise me if it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. We've, uh, there's been some funny things happen to us while we're filming, and it seems like right when things start getting good, uh, uh, someone shows up at the door. <laughs> Now, is there any theories behind that? Does this carry over to this conversation? Oh, I think it does, yeah. So I'm so confident that how spiritual everything is that I've kind of used it in a way to be of encouragement to me. So like say, you know, um, say me and Sutton are making a video and like everything, like our intention, like we feel like God has called us to make a video and everything in the world that seems like is going against that video I feel like it's like an old, it's like a sign like, wow, this video is about to be super impactful because there's some evil spiritual forces that are, is not wanting to us to make this video or to like make it, make us angry or like somehow uh, make us discouraged about it and not just videos, but really anything. Um, so yeah, I think it's good to be aware of uh, what's happening to you and how it could be a, it could be an evil force trying to prevent you from doing something, uh, a higher calling. So what's the calling on combating these potential evil, like for someone's listening and like, okay, all right. So what, I think that might be right. What, like, what do you do? <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess what do you do? Oh, uh, what do I do? I, uh, I and usually, if you have suggestions, obviously people are listening. So yeah, I usually pray in those moments. I'm just like, wow, you know, God, give me strength. Uh, let me see, let me, uh, you know, give me faith to believe that this is what you want me to be doing right now. And um, yeah, and I think just being aware of that, knowing that there are uh, evil forces out there to not let them win. Yeah, I remember you doing that one time with the video. You were making a video by yourself and like the phone kept ringing. Like we have a house phone that never rings ever. And he decides to make this video and that phone keeps ringing. <laughs> and then like the video started recording, the battery died or something. He was getting so mad. He's like, I'm not making this video anymore. And we were, after a while, he was like, no, it's probably not working because it's going to be good. And like Satan doesn't want me to make it, so I'm going to do it. And then he did make it and it was a good video. Just gotta push through. Which video was that? If someone wants to watch, do you remember? 
And I think I hear a baby crying. Do y'all hear that? Yeah. Is that all good, or what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, it should be good. I know it might not be ideal for audio purposes, but uh, we should be good on that one. Okay, cool. But yeah, I think I could. I think it was. Uh, I could probably find that video in a few seconds. So you can tell by the cry that they're going to go back to sleep, kind of thing. Is that what you're saying? Well, he has 20 more minutes. He's just pretty good at his schedule, so okay. Usually he'll make. It, yeah, y'all have but... some things talking about. I know we're bouncing around now, but y'all have some like strategies for parenting. They're pretty. <laughs> I would like to hear about as well. But uh, what was the video that you were going to say? Hey, funny enough, the video is called "The Hardest Video I've Ever Made," <laughs> <laughs> and it was one of our best performing videos. Wow. I mean, I've noticed what you're talking about. I, 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 like, I can resonate with what you are talking about. Sometimes like, I have been so close to like, such a big accomplishment. And I'm like, wait, what? What? <laughs> and I'm like, that is, I got to, this is a tempt. Once again, it feels like a temptation. Yeah. It feels like a temptation to like quit or like, oh, wait a minute, slow things down. Or like maybe like, it's, oh, maybe it's a sign not meant to. And I'm like, no, no, this is something that I need to get out of my front doorstep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's been times I'm like videotaping grooms at weddings and they're like, they're like about to start crying and bawling during the interview. And I'm like, wow, this is like gold. And then like someone with a leaf blower will turn on right next to us. And I'm just like, God, That's God's amazing. fighting my battles for me. <laughs> you can't get that moment back. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're definitely, um, one thing I say about you, Nathaniel, when um, I'm talking about you, I was like, oh yeah, that guy's like very he will win <laughs> he will win let's just put it that way he will win so i'm thinking like hearing you say this it's like you are navigating life in this human body through this spiritual experience and you are will win against any demonic evil forces against you but it seems like you have that somehow inherently in you um whether we're talking about the spiritual world from your perspective or we're talking about the literal, like physical world from my perspective. And I'm like, oh, yeah, let's do 15 pull-ups together real quick. And then all of a sudden, I'm like doing pull-ups. Or no, we were supposed to do, yeah, 15, 15. And I'm like, okay, he's, he's going to be on 15. So I'm like, I'll go, I'm going to keep going. And now we're at 25. I'm like, okay, he's still going. And then I realized you weren't going to stop until I stopped. <laughs> and and um, then I thought about, you know, you break in state records like, like they're old toast like old toast like whatever you've done is like oh he's gonna be the best pitcher in the world oh he's gonna be, he's gonna be the best swimmer in the world oh now he has like this videography business has taken over taken off so fast uh do you have anything to attribute all that to and if maybe someone's like i want to i would say it's like a warrior type of archetype maybe unlock that for themselves do you have any uh, tips tricks after being rob rob for all those years and now everything <laughs> till now and beyond yeah, I mean, I feel, I really feel like the success that I have had is directly, I mean, I got to give God glory for it. I, I just honestly believe I can't do anything. Like, I, I can't breathe without God, you know, so to take credit for anything is just kind of silly. Um, but, you know, things that I feel like God has taught me is just really a good, I mean, I just feel like the lessons and values that is taught throughout his word is really just, I mean, it sets you up for success, in my opinion. And I feel like I, I try to follow that as best as possible. Um, but yeah, I think like the balance of doing everything, uh, not as though you're working for men, but you're working for God. And like, not when people are watching you, but when you're in, on your own time, uh, knowing that someone always is watching you and that's our Heavenly Father and performing 
not for yourself, not for people, but for him. And uh, having the balance of that with also not being that combined with not being so attached to like worldly success. You know, I feel like it's so easy once you see success that you just you that's like your foundation in life. But to have the balance of being driven and uh, using the gifts that God has given you with not being attached to it and knowing that this world is just temporary and so fleeting that even if you didn't do anything, um, that there's all of eternity and that's so much bigger. And uh, yeah, just so much more grand than anything we could do on this world. So I think having the balance of those perspectives has been pretty powerful for me. Do you have anything you would like to add to that, Sutton? Thanks for sharing all that, Nathaniel. Mm -hmm. I was about to ask you if it's okay if I go get in. I don't know if it matters to you with like that crying in the background. Oh, I definitely, if, if it's time to get a uh, baby. Well, do you think it's picking? I mean, are you asking? Oh, oh, no, the, the audio is fine. Yeah, I, I, no, I, but if yeah, you. Um, yeah, I don't really have too much to add to that. I feel like he just said that pretty well. Um, I also feel like it's been good for him to pick something and stick to it and like give it all he's got. Um, I feel like a lot of people might start something and then they don't see immediate success or they'll just back off it like oh maybe that wasn't a good idea but he's like convinced it's a good idea and like gives it everything he's got <laughs> until it works it's like it's like you said he's like determined for things to work <laughs> i think that's good like not a give up mentality you know pushing through the hard times till you get to the good stuff there's a saying that i like that uh it goes if you if you chase two rabbits you'll catch neither <laughs> have you heard about this i just finished this book from this like local boulder guy um and it's called good to great have you heard of this and the concept of like the fox versus the uh, hedgehog mm -mm. oh yeah that, he, he was basically saying the great businesses like, he tried to break everything down of like what's the difference between a good business and a great business and he was saying like most businesses and good businesses good not great are like foxes they just like chase after, and the hedgehog is just like doesn't know how to do anything except one thing. <laughs> and allegedly, I guess that's how it works in nature. Like if someone gets a, if like if something is trying to attack a hedgehog, it'll just roll up into this like spiky ball. Oh, yeah. And that's all it knows. And it's like incredibly successful as a species because of that. <laughs> And that was like his point in this book, in a way. And I can I can see that you being out of all, yeah, you definitely have held the hedgehog spirit pretty well. <laughs> like throughout those different seasons of whether it was baseball or drumming or swimming, or wedding videography or social media or Rob Ross or whatever it was, it was like yeah, you got that hedgehog thing down pretty good, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's a funny comparison. I like that. <laughs> um. Man, oh yeah, so, I, and also I'm just like, I'm aiming to put myself in the perspective of like of the public shoes in a lot of ways, and they might hear like, wow, this guy has such faith in God. Mm -hmm. um, and what you were describing earlier in the conversation about not trying to pay, not, you know, not an eye with an eye, but letting God take care of justice also sounds like, like what people would describe as karma. So it's kind of like, I guess I'm, 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 if people want to have the faith that you do, but they don't believe in your faith, mm -hmm. what would you say about that, if anything? If they want to have... Like if they're saying that I believe everything, Nathan like everything Nathaniel believes for him is really 
good for him. And I wish I could believe that way. But I don't believe in the story that he believes, like from the Christian Bible. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because a lot of the concepts carry over to different religions. Like, uh, as I said, I think we were really talking about what a lot of people on the East would call karma. Mm-hmm. And we were using the word God. So I'm wondering how, do y'all get that question quite a bit from people on your audience and or do you think most of your audience is mostly Christian based and how would you, how do you have that conversation with people? Because I imagine you do sometimes, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think we've had similar questions to that come up for sure. And uh, I mean, firstly, I would, I would encourage you to pray, you know, really, if you genuinely want to know the truth, I would encourage you to ask our creator to reveal himself to you and what, whatever that looks like. And then also along with that, I would ask you what is preventing you from believing in the Christian faith. And a lot of times I think it's uh, people, what they would have to give up to believe in Jesus because uh, believing in Jesus requires dying to yourself and giving up a lot of things that are very uh, pleasurable. And, um, and I think that a lot of times is what is preventing people from believing in the truth. And, um, and I, I just think it's a an honest conversation that you should have with yourself. So what if someone's like, well, what's preventing you from believing in Hinduism or in um, Islam or in Buddhism? What's preventing me? Yeah, yeah. And this thing, like, just to play the angel's advocate. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me think on that one for a second. <laughs> That's a big question. <laughs> it is. This is a big I mean, this is the question. That, in my opinion, what I'm the most concerned about this question, in a way, um, is how it seems to divide people. Mm-hmm. But then again, I'm like, I see certain people. I'm like, I don't know if I want to be connected to that. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is all spiritual. Maybe competition is cooperation. Like maybe there's a day and a night and every side of two coins and a God and a devil. Maybe all these things are a positive and a negative to every battery. Mm-hmm. Why is this? I mean, I, I also want to be, as much as I want to be optimistic, I also want to be realistic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, did you have something to say? Just one thing. Um, We made a video on our channel called Why We Believe in Jesus. And I feel like that's a good, that whole video is kind of a good answer to your question. Um, We had a lot of like factual things of like why we believe in Jesus. And I just feel like once we know the truth, like the things that we're saying, we believe it. So when you say, why wouldn't you believe in this other religion over this? It's because like we feel like we already have the truth. So why would we believe in something else, you know? Yeah, I mean, I've done, I have done lots and lots of research on different religions and uh, to try to explain all of the differences here on a podcast would probably be nearly impossible. But one thing I can say for sure is that the historical evidence of Jesus and the scriptures of the Bible is just like overwhelming. And um, comparing that to other religions, it's kind of, uh, it's, it, it just doesn't really stand up. But yeah, I would I would encourage checking out the uh, the video that we made because we do we made like a twenty something minute video I think it was really going into depth about why we believe in Jesus. Um, so I think that would be a great way to uh, see our answers there. You know how I think of in this moment is Elliot Hulse. Have you um, mm-hmm. seen much of him recently Not online? Recently, no. Yeah, he seems like he went through. Hey, Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
he came to our British Columbia event. That was crazy. But he seems like he went from a, I don't like a workout guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems like some fight. It's like a workout guy, inspirational guy, to like some sort of spiritual um, Osho sort of tarot card slash yogic type of beliefs. Mm-hmm. And now I see a lot of him like holding guns and um, preaching about Jesus. Really? In Christianity. And this is just, that's so fascinating to see evolutions like that. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> um, especially from people that we know. And, and I think that's what makes Elliot so real, too. I think he's just, it seems like he's willing to accurately report out loud what he's experiencing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I think I'm friends with him and one of the main reasons that we connect so well. Um, and, you know, before the top the time runs out, I know that's a big topic that I think that a lot of people can marinate and pray about. I definitely, I'm like, yes, pray. I mean, I believe we're praying right now in a way. We're like two or more gathered there. There's the spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking is praying in a lot of ways, in my opinion. Um, so I appreciate the prayers and the suggestions for prayers. And mm-hmm. um, if anyone reaches out and want prayers, let us know. Where do you where do you tell people to reach out to y'all if they want to reach out to y'all? Um, I think the best way to get in touch with us is what would you say? Instagram messaging? Or do you read our, all of our messages? <laughs> I try to read the messages, but it's kind of overwhelming. We answer them when we can. We really enjoy answering them. We enjoy getting back to people, but it's also a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard. It's We haven't found the best method of actually uh, – keeping up with messages but we are on youtube instagram nate and sutton that's who we are i bet if y'all send them a video message on instagram they'll probably see it oh yeah yeah that's a good call especially if it's like two i think one or two not like 20 let's just say the yeah (laughs) let's say the percentages of messages that we've read that are uh, video versus audio versus just text they like go in order of way more likelihood of being received and responded to That's yeah we've never seen a video or audio and not respond to yeah oh, wow wow I mean, this has just got to be like y'all like you know for me to reach out to joe rogan for tribe vitamins it's like i gotta probably send him a video message oh, at least yeah. Yeah. At the minimum <laughs> i would say that's a, a life hack for sure <laughs> um real quickly i know you'll have another one of your bigger videos you said of how y'all met how would you can how if someone was like oh you're about to just go up like a 30 floor building so you have like maybe 30 seconds to a minute to say like, how'd y'all meet <laughs> well uh the story how we met is pretty interesting so sutton uh she i met her sister on tinder and her t- her sister thought me and sutton would be a good match so which uh, sister so i remember I, because i know cody. the story cody yeah cody My younger sister. yeah anyway the night before i was praying actually uh telling god that i was i basically give up on trying to find girls because i feel like my my whole uh adult life i was on a hunt for a wife and and never never worked and then the night i prayed the next morning i woke up and then i had a message from cody sutton's sister telling me that she thinks i would be a good match for her sister i thought it was a scam and then i looked at sutton i thought she was beautiful and then uh we started messaging on facebook and then we met up in person and then i fell in love with her beauty (laughs) <laughs> wow wow anything else for you Sutton I think I think we're coming to a coming to a see you soon on at least pressing off record on the podcast here about two more minutes is there anything else y'all want to share or include um did you take the tribe vitamins before your workout today I did yeah I did 
noticing anything? Uh, I I took the tri vitamins before the work. My today's workout was so different. I was kind of rushed actually because I didn't want to be late for my appointment with this podcast. <laughs> um, but I see some heart hearts laying on the table here. I think I'm gonna take after this one. Oh yeah, uh, you should take. I think I'm ready for. Oh, where are they? They're over there. Yeah, awesome. So. Uh, no, I don't have anything to add, but we appreciate you having us on here. It's been fun. I like doing a podcast because you don't have to get dressed. Like, whatever we're doing YouTube, like, oh, we got to get dressed. We got to set up the camera. This was nice and easy. I know. Everyone's been telling, or not everyone, but a lot of people have been telling us to create a podcast. And I'm like, how much time in the day do you think we have? <laughs> well, I'm happy maybe I inspired y'all too. I can see that. Doing- I, hey, y'all have been great to listen to. And uh, as usual. So yeah. thanks for having me over. Thanks for doing what you're doing. Thanks for being loud and proud for what works for you and uh, giving glory to God. I definitely see the spirit of surrender in a lot of what you're saying. Like the night before you met Sutton, you gave up on trying to find a girl. Yeah. I mean, that's also probably if anyone's listened to every podcast. And it sounds like some people may have. Um, I was just talking to Sharon before that she just listened to the recent one with the bison shaman. She loved that one. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and she was telling me how much she's listened to. And I was like, man, that's so inspiring because there's such a golden thread here. And one of the golden threads is definitely surrender from mm. all, across all boards. And I, when I think of Jesus, I think of like, like Jesus uh, walked in the crucifix mm. himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, speaking of what we were talking about earlier about, you know, how, how do we know what's true? And it's just like, I, I personally feel like when you hear the truth, the truth will set you free and you know it. It's like, wow, you read the words of Jesus and you're like, whoa, that's some truth right there. <laughs> well, God bless y'all in Jesus' name. All right. Thank you for having us. Amen.